Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back. Droid Life Show episode 6, 7 tonight. Lots and lots and lots of stuff to talk about as we lead into next week's EFA event. Uh, I'm Kellen, your host. With me, Tim, Ron, Kyle. Everybody say hi. Hey, guys. How's it going? Tim here. Hey, this is Ron. Hi, Kyle. And black and white this week. Tim's the only person in color. Feels kind of weird. Mm. So colorful, Tim. I don't see color. Uh, so it's been a couple of weeks, and in those two weeks, seriously, so many things have happened. We've got uh, Moto X leaks, uh, renders, new 360 stuff like Best Buy posting up uh, the entire listing for the Moto 360 and then pulling it down. Asus and LG have new smartwatches. I think Samsung's even rumored to have a new round one coming. There's all sorts of Galaxy Note 4 things going on. Cyanogen's up to something. Verizon's doing VO LTE stuff. Sprint and T-Mobile are off, and they're both attacking each other with new data plans and things. There's a lot, and we got apps and games to talk about, so we'll try to be quick since there's so many different things going on, but uh, first we want to make sure everyone knows that our NFL Eliminator Challenge is now open. Uh, so for those not familiar, NFL Eliminator Challenge is basically you pick one team every week, and uh, you can only use each team once. If your team loses, you are out. Uh, it's fun. We've done it this for four or five years now. I think this is the fourth. And uh, if you win, you get a free phone. And it's free to join and all that stuff. So even if you don't really like the NFL, you can sign up and pick a team every week and potentially win a free phone. So anyways, join that. It's open now. Uh, let's talk, though, first about Moto X stuff, just kind of catch up on what's going on. So... Motorola is going to announce new Moto X uh, or Moto X Plus One or whatever you want to call it. They're going to announce it on September 4th. They are hosting press in Chicago on the, on the 4th. I don't necessarily think it's going to be a press event that you're going to be able to watch or anything. My understanding is that it's going to be just like last year's where they sort of host press, show them everything, and then we were all kind of under an embargo when we could post it all. I would sort of expect something similar. Uh, I'll be in Chicago for that, so we'll definitely have all sorts of news out of there. Uh, their teaser showed that they're basically going to unveil a new Moto X, a new Moto G, give us more details on the 360, and then potentially a Bluetooth headset or some sort of thingy. So that's official. September 4th is the day. Uh, we also got renders uh, of the Verizon variant of the phone from Ev Leaks as sort of one of his parting retirement gifts. Uh, showed a phone in bamboo and white and then one in black, and uh, most people thought it looked horrendous. Uh, and then we also got another potential leak from a Brazilian retailer that's outed Moto phones early a handful of times. Uh, they said we should expect leather, bamboo, and black versions uh, 5.2-inch HD display, or full HD, I would assume. Uh, Quad-core processor, 13-megapixel camera, 2-gig RAM, all the other specs we've sort of heard a dozen or so times. Uh, so, I don't know what to ask. Are you guys still excited, Moto X? Or are you ready to see, like, what Samsung's got with the Note 4 next week, which we'll talk about in a second, or new smartwatches from LG and Asus, which we can talk about in a second? I don't know, give me your thoughts on Moto X stuff as of late. Tim, you got any got any thoughts there? Moto X or Motorola in general? Maybe just Moto in general. Moto 360. Can't have it can't have it soon enough. Um I mean we've been talking about this darn thing forever and I know we were talking earlier. Um Motorola is waiting way too long to release this thing. You have all the other companies now that are 
just going to be putting out, you know, for lack of a better term, like copycat devices, you know, with circular faces and all that. And I get, like, Android Wear is made for that, and they're free to make circular faces. But Motorola should have, you know, brought this thing to the market maybe a month or so ago. That way people could have a chance to buy it before they had a, even a chance to go for a competitor device. So I think Motorola screwed up there. Other than that, uh, the Moto X Plus One or Moto X Two, whatever they want to call it, uh, I don't know. I, I guess I'm still excited. I don't know phones. I I got the G3. I, I still love the G3, so I think I really just want the 360 from Motorola. I'm I'm excited, you know, for a better Moto X, 1080p display, you know, better processor, and all that sweet, you know, proprietary software uh, goodies that we get from Motorola. But at the same time, I'm just sort of Eh, I'm excited for you because you get to go to Chicago and I'll be in New York to cover all the Galaxy Note 4 stuff. So I guess I'm more excited to talk about Samsung more so than I am Motorola. I'll leave the Moto stuff to you. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, there was one rumor from... I know, Ron, I know you saw this. Uh, Blackman X on Twitter said... Was that yesterday? He said that he's played with a new... Uh, for those not familiar with Blackman X, he's a guy that's worked in the wireless industry with Verizon, I think, for a long time. I don't know what he's doing these days. Uh, but he used to sort of give out hints and things about future devices and all this stuff for a long time. And he hadn't said anything in a long, long, long time. And yesterday he kind of goes... not mobile-related. Yeah, at least not mobile-related. Um, but yeah, yesterday he out of nowhere goes, yeah, I played with a new Moto phone and the camera... Ah, <laughs> great. I mean, he said it was better than last year's Moto X, which isn't saying much. And then also said, but not much better, I think. He said it's no iPhone or... Or Galaxy Note three, I think is what he said. So Ron, I know you saw that. Any anything to anything to share there? Um, I mean, nothing other than the not surprised. So I mean, <laughs> right. we've all been kind of hoping that Motorola would at least outsource the sensor to somebody else, and it sounds like they didn't. Right. So, I mean, but all that to say, like anybody that bought, I guess anybody that bought the Moto X last year or was interested in getting the Moto X and doesn't care about a camera, which according to one of our most recent polls, seems to be more people than I would have thought. Go buy the Moto X if you think it looks, the new one, when it, you know, if you think it looks good. And, like, I don't think it looks good. I think the old one looks better. Um, but, yeah, I mean, if the, I, don't, I don't get it. I don't know why it's so difficult. I don't, I mean, at least buy, like, just buy a, a sensor for either Sony, Samsung, like, anybody else would be better at this point. Go, go buy the leftover ones from the Palm Pre. Those would be better than what you're using right now. <laughs> Oh, harsh. Yeah, and, and and so so Blackman X said in one of his tweets, like, Samsung and LG are making this look easy. And he's kind of right. Like, you just sort of expect, like, Apple and Samsung and LG. And Sony's getting there. It's taking them longer than I would expect since they have their own sensors. But Well, they, they have software problems because, like, the iPhone they, uses Sony sensors and it takes great pictures. It's right. It's a software issue. It is a software issue. But, yeah, so LG and Samsung and Apple obviously have been doing good cameras for a while. And Motorola... I think we've talked about this a lot, but we can't think of the last time, or if ever, Motorola's had a phone that had a good camera on it. And, you know, this is one tweet, and I don't know if we should fully buy into everything, but like you said, Ron, we should we should be surprised if it's awesome. We should almost yeah. expect that it's going to suck. Yeah, yeah. and like he's, he said, like, hey, that's just my opinion, and it might not be final software. Like, he's, right. he's given some caveats since then, but... Yeah. Um, all that to say, I don't think anybody has been expecting the Moto X Plus One or... God, hopefully that's not the name. Can we have no more ones in names for, like, a year or something? 
Like, I don't think anybody's expecting whatever the name is going to be to have a great camera. I don't think anybody's expecting that. That's not what the Moto X was known for initially. Um, that's not what anybody cared about. Um, I think the bigger issue is, like, if it doesn't have a good camera, which we're assuming, is it going to have anything that's going to make us care about it more than any other phone that's come out this year? Like, <laughs> if Motorola doesn't have that going for it still, which was the biggest issue with the Moto X, if they still don't have that working... Like, what are they going to come out with that's going to be compelling enough for somebody to say, okay, I've waited this long, am I going to get the Moto X Plus One versus the G3 or the S5 or the One M8 or whatever name they're giving it this week? Like, what's what's going to be that compelling thing? Is it going to be the copycat boom sound? Is it going to be the close-to-stock software that nobody cares about anymore? Like, what is it going to be? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, last year, everyone that had that phone, the original Moto X, said this is like one of the best phones of the year, even though it has a crappy camera and a bad display, and still no one bought it, right? Even though everyone that reviewed it said this is a really good phone. Like, we called it our phone of the year. And sure, a lot of Droid Life readers bought it, and they still like it, but in general, no one bought the phone, even though it got really good reviews. So, yeah, I don't know what what they're going to do. If they, if they can't put an amazing camera in it, which people seem, well... Maybe our readers don't care that much. We did run a poll, like you were saying, and yeah. nobody seems to care. Yeah, we said, "How important is it that your phone has a great camera?" And sixty-five percent say said it was important, but it's not the most important. It just needs to be decent, basically. And you could argue that the Moto X has a decent camera. Okay. I mean, if, if you hit the button to take a picture, it takes a picture. Right. It does. It's just, it's just my fifty-year-old film camera that's sitting on the shelf takes better pictures. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, when the Moto X was first launched, I mean, the camera software was absolutely terrible. Was it's not that the sensor was just that bad, but, I mean, after some software updates and some major tweaking over months, um, it got better. It did get better. It got, it got usable. Yeah. I mean, right. when it first I'd say launched, it's in you couldn't even use the... Yeah. yeah, it's in decent territory. You couldn't even use the video uh, feature no, of the camera before the update. Yeah, the front-facing is still garbage. Like, you get lines in front-facing all the time. Like, it's... Absolutely. You know, and I think it's just, you know, maybe it's that whole stock Android thing that they're going for because, like, every time, like, a Nexus device comes out, those cameras are garbage. And clearly, I mean, both of them have been LG-made, the past two Nexus devices. LG has good sensors. So, you know, whether... You know, they're doing something else. Maybe it's just Android sucks. Maybe the software just is not, uh, it's just garbage. We have, we have a new API coming someday. Someday. Yeah, someday. The new, uh, there are a lot of new camera APIs that are being introduced in Android L, I think, so. Yeah. It shoots in, like, RAW or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so, someday, whenever that comes out. I want to shoot in RAW. It's coming, dude. It's coming. I want to get all those crappy details. I wrote yeah. that up, like, I think last year, and they were talking about bringing raw support. Uh, why? Yeah, that was, why? Uh, I had a, an app that shot in raw on my G2. Um, I, guess, was, I guess if you have the Galaxy terrible. Zoom... But uh, something like that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not even worth it because you try to bring back details. You know, you see a washed-out object, you try to change the metadata, but all you get is noise, really, because yeah. You know, <laughs> I mean, phone sensors yeah, suck. I don't know yeah. why we need raw image files no. on, well, on smartphones. No, no. It, it makes it makes sense for Android for cameras running Android for that. In that right. case, it makes sense. But outside of that, like, I don't know either. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, so Moto X, it will be, it sounds like it's going to be an upgrade over last year's, obviously. 
Uh, you know, it's not going to have like a quad HD display. It's not going to have like a technology that's brand new by any means that we know of. Like, it's not going to have some new battery tech or wireless charging or anything. It's going to be like last year's, slightly bigger, better specs, and hopefully, I guess we're just going to hope that Motorola does a whole bunch of cool things software-wise. Or maybe yeah. they come out with some extra new hardware thing that we don't know about yet, like a new sensor. I don't one of the uh, renders that uh, Evleaks posted, um, the white version anyway, there was like four dots in each corner. Um, I think so, I think someone was speculating that it's like going to be like Amazon's phone. Yeah, <laughs> they just got nervous about Amazon's. <laughs> yeah. It's going to have yeah the three D effect that Amazon's phone. Did. I, I don't I don't no, those, I believe those that. Those ears are all going to be dedicated to tracking. You want tracking? We will track you. <laughs> yeah. I don't know that I'm fully buying into this being just like the Fire Phone. But those, they could be sensors and they could do something. Maybe, maybe it's like that Amazon patent that uh, Bezos had like a year ago where if you drop your phone, it shoots out a little, little air compression. <laughs> Save your phone from a fall. Huh? That would be kind of awesome. So, uh, yeah, that's a, that's, a good, that's a good gimmicky thing to sell your phone on. Hey, if you drop this phone in exactly the right way, it's going gonna, it's gonna to save itself. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Uh, again, I'll be there uh, next Thursday, so it should be fun. I, last year, I remember last year I got the phone and I posted unboxing and once the embargo and lifted and all that stuff. And everyone said, well, because the price shocked everyone, they thought it was going to be a really cheap phone. Right. And I just remember saying, give this phone a chance. And I remember everyone attacked me for it. That was when the Moto Money stuff, I think, first started. And they said, you've never said give a phone a chance. And it turned out to be a really good phone. So I will, I'll just say for, for now, since last year they did a good phone, give, give it a chance, even though we don't know what's going yeah. on. I mean, I'm going to go buy the new iPhone the next time my contract's out. But you should definitely try out the new Motorola phone. <laughs> definitely. Give it a chance. Just give it a try. Just give it a try. Yeah. No, but I mean, like, I think it is. I think it is worth discussing just a little bit more. Like, if, like, suppose that there's no crazy software, which I would think that that will be leaked by now, like everything else. Um, you know, so assuming that, and assuming the camera's still garbage, would we recommend this? Hmm. Like, I don't see myself recommending this phone with what we know right now, and assuming every, everything else is the same, which is probably a safe assumption. It's only been a year. I would have. Um, I would. I would have. Recommended the Moto X, you know, all throughout this year up until all the new flagships were coming out. So I think it's safe to say when, yeah. So it's I think it's safe to say when Motorola announces their new flagship, you know, it's it'll probably have some stuff that we don't know about, and I probably want to recommend it. You think you would recommend it though? Over, I mean, like I said, we don't we don't know everything. Nothing's confirmed, right? But based based on what we know, yeah, we don't even really we don't know specs really or anything like that. You know, like for sure. And, no. um, but that but that wasn't the selling point of the original Moto X either, right? Well, no, I mean, of course not. Right. But but even without the specs not being the highlight, you know, and they weren't even that good, the phone still performed really well, which is one of the reasons why I personally would recommend the phone because I'm, I don't want someone who I know to have like a piece of jank. So as <laughs> long as the Samsung phone, yeah. So I would never I would never recommend an S5. I did recommend it to one person. They got it and they love it because it's waterproof. Or water resistant, sorry. <laughs> but uh, yeah, other than that, uh, I would totally recommend the upcoming Moto phone once I see it and once I have like we've done a review and all that. I mean, this is hard to tell at this point, though. Yeah, I would say I'm excited to see what they do, just because last year, like I really liked the Moto X. I just 
I just accepted the fact that I wasn't going to take pictures with it. Um, but I liked everything else about it. So I'm hoping that they can at least improve the, the camera. It, like, if the camera's not as good as the G3s, as long as it's as as long as it's a little bit better than Nexus fives, <laughs> that's think, uh, so sad. Because here's know, the thing: it's probably going to launch two hundred dollars on contract at least for the first couple of months, right? Like yeah, probably, at that yeah. price range, there's no way I'm recommending it unless unless it has some blowout feature that just makes me not want to buy a G three or a S five or an M eight. Like all those other phones sound more appealing. Even the M eight with its you know four megapixels still sounds more appealing. It does. Uh, hopefully they okay. No, the M8 with four megapixels is not. <laughs> but versus the Moto X, I would pick the M8 over the Moto X for shooting pictures. Yeah, and overall package, yeah, definitely the M8 over the X. I, I, I'm not the biggest fan of the M8, so I don't know. But it's better yeah. feeling body. You can customize the software all you want, and you have usable pictures. Yeah, they're just really small. Yeah. So what? What's, if you if you can see what's going on in the picture, that's a lot better. <laughs> but the Moto X might be leather or something. <laughs> well, well, yeah, I was going to say the only advantage that I can think of from I mean, if, if the leaks X are legitimate, but I don't know. Would you, I, do people really want to sacrifice that much uh, just to customize the outside of their device? Right. Yeah, that's, we that's don't see it's coming back. It's we. No. The Motorola said Moto Maker is here to stay, but I mean they're closing that plant in Texas. So where's like if you're right. in the U.S. and you order a Moto Maker phone, where's it even coming from? We don't even know, right? right? Yeah. Well, I mean at this, at this point, it's like a kid saying, "Yeah, we're gonna keep it," but we got to hear from Lenovo if it's actually sticking around, really. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, the, all we've seen so far is that there's gonna be a bamboo leather and just a regular black version. And uh, like somebody else told me today that uh, the carriers, that's like what they're gonna have lined up is the leather, bamboo, and black versions or something like that. So yeah, I don't we don't we don't know if you can even customize it. Like that was one of the selling points, right? Was you customize your own phone, and now I don't even know if you can do that this year. So and I don't know how many people actually did like if that that was like a selling point that they had. I don't know if that actually sold more phones that were not like. As, as far as I know, that Texas plant within, like, before they even launched it on all the other carriers, they were starting to, like, shut down lines. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's how bad it did. That's yeah. what I thought. Yeah. Because so, when I have seen Moto X's here and there, they're usually the black or white. Right. Well, that was, you know, Motorola screwing up by making Moto Maker an exclusive to AT&T for four months or three months. So. Yeah, that was a really dumb move. It was. Well, I don't know. So, I, I mean, I'm excited just because I liked the regular, the original Moto X. But there's some there's some big buts there. The the camera better be improved, or it's going to be tough. Or they better do some things with software that we've never seen before. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if they're capable. I mean, they did some cool stuff last year, so we'll give them the benefit of that for now. Yeah, yeah, nothing's confirmed. So yeah, that's right. Uh, let's see. So Moto 360, we can maybe do this quickly. So Best Buy posted. This was a week over a week ago. They posted an entire listing for the Moto 360 uh, price, 249 which is a price we saw previously through a Motorola contest, and then Motorola denied that, that was the price we should expect, and then today they're hosting another contest and they're using that price again. So I, I'm guessing the Moto 360 is going to cost 249 whether they say so or not. So Best Buy listed it. Uh, we're looking at let's see, it's obviously the almost round display, Gorilla Glass, 205 pixels per inch, 512 megabytes of RAM. 
Uh, it has Wi-Fi, which is interesting. Uh, heart rate monitor, we knew that. Uh, Texas Instruments processor, I love that. Everyone, everyone laughed at that. We just can't get away from TI forever. It's probably the what was it like the OMAP forty four thirty was like in everything for is it like the Galaxy Nexus that just kept popping up as like the worst processor ever. I'm sure those are wrong. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if these are wrong. Although Texas Instrument processor sounds a little odd. But everything else... I don't else, think it's wrong. I don't think it's wrong. I mean, everything else lined up with that previous leak from that guy in Italy or whatever that did a review of it. Yeah, if you look on the uh, FCC documents, it has Wi-Fi. Yeah, and Wi-Fi makes sense for, like, if you need to transfer things over from your phone, it's going to be better than doing it over Bluetooth. Mm-hmm. Right, if you want to transfer pictures to your watch, yes. I don't know. No, but if you want to transfer, like, watch faces over. No, true. Um... Or I don't know. health Safety. data, anything. I don't know. Well, it just it offers you. Decently well. Um, now, I mean, I don't have my gear live anymore, but when I did, it was it was quick enough. Wait, you don't have your gear live anymore? No, I sold it to I sold it to my G2 to my, uh, my G3. Yeah. Clearly, he was not that attached. Not at all. Um, <laughs> That's okay. I, just, I still haven't touched my G Watch since I reviewed it. It's sitting here. I'm like the battery's probably fried because it hasn't been off the charger in like three weeks. Although my pins aren't corroding like everyone else's. Right. Um, yeah. yeah, I just wanted to get a feel for Android Wear, and I and I got a feel for it. Maybe it didn't feel not, good. Is what you're saying? <laughs> um, it's not something I miss all that much, right? But uh, I don't know. The aesthetics of the Moto 360 are just incredible. So. Just based on looks alone, I have to have one. Maybe I'm a very fickle person, but I don't care. Uh, Tim and I are with you on that. We're buying them mostly for looks alone. Yeah, just to show it off, right? I mean, I told really, Ron I don't even care what the thing does. Right, I don't I really care. Really, yeah, it doesn't go to tell time at this point for Tim. Yeah, yeah, I don't care. I'm gonna try to try to um, prank people into thinking that it's uh, that it's an iWatch or something, and I bet they'll believe me. They could. Oh, it's got it's got chamfers because it's gonna be super sexy. <laughs> Look at the chamfered edges, guys. Chamfered. Just like that. It looks better than what we've seen of the uh, G Watch. Let's see that. Yeah. So let's the talk G-Watch about that. G Watch R. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Moto 360. We kind of feel like we know everything now. The only thing we don't know now is when it's coming. But we should find out soon. And if Best Buy has a listing created, I would imagine it could be within the week from Thursday. Like I think they're well. Hopefully they're ready to sell this thing, especially if Apple's about to announce something. Anyways, yeah. LG is now jumping on the round smartwatch bandwagon. They've been teasing it all week. And uh, it looks like a combination between a Casio and a G-Shock watch to me. Casio it's... makes G-Shocks, don't they? Oh, so okay. Guess... So, yeah, maybe, maybe that's why. <laughs> so it looks like a G-Shock. It looks like a G-Shock. <laughs> um, yeah, it... And not to offend anyone with a G-Shock, but it's just not what I want to wear on my wrist. Uh, it's I don't. It, it just it, so they, it, the funny thing is they took a little jab at the Moto 360 in their um, in their teaser for it, where they showed like the black bar on the Moto 360, and they showed it like it bending out and completing a perfect circle. Even though they had a misspelling in there, they said "feel the gap" instead of "fill the gap." I don't know if that's uh, misspelling or not. I, I think they it meant to do feel feel think, the gap. No, I think they mean feel like feel the gap between like <laughs> this is where a product should be, right? With the G Watch R. God, 
really bad names. Like I hope it's not. We talk about that for like thirty seconds. Like why can nobody <laughs> name anything? I don't know. You watch R. That's what you're going with. G watch R. G watch is terrible. Adding another letter to the end does not solve the problem. No, it doesn't. Like what? Why is this so difficult? Pick a name. <laughs> Oh, yeah, but. I mean, Captivate would have been a better name. Fascinating. Any of the, just steal some of the old Galaxy S names. Just steal those. Nobody will care. Throw like Turbo at the end of it. <laughs> I just, I don't like. I do not get one. I don't get the fascination with throwing numbers and letters at the ends of things. Like it's not it doesn't make it memorable. You want a memorable name. If you want to, like Moto three hundred and sixty is memorable because it tells you something about the product too. Right. Do you watch R? Doesn't doesn't it's round? I guess that's what you want me to think. Yeah, it's short for round. I. Like I don't get it. it. Drives me crazy. I hate you, LG. Okay. Continue. And and in their in their promo, which I think you noticed as well, Ron, the thirty was upside down on the watch. Yeah. Like, did, does anybody double check anything over there? No, because they're, they're busy trying to think of a better name. Feel the gap and thirty. Yeah. So yeah, LG circular, and it's coming next week. So by Motorola waiting all this time, now LG has already manufactured a circular watch. And they're going to push it out, I would assume, right away. I mean, it's probably going to be available shortly after IFA as well. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. Do you guys, are you guys, when you saw that, did it make you say, I want that over the Moto 360? It looks uh, lower end for sure. That was yeah. my first impression. Um, I can't tell if the enclosure is plastic or not, but I'm betting it is. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'll bet 100 bucks. I'm betting it is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'll take that bet. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and uh, I, I'm just not a fan of the design. I mean, like you were saying, it's it's very much like it looks very much like a sports watch. And, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I no, it's it, the Moto 360 still wins hands down for me. Yeah, I would say so too. And it looks like because they had to go, they went full circle, and uh, maybe <laughs> built in sensors or something. It has extra bezel, and it just looks thicker and bulkier with less yeah. screen showing and. In the, they posted a teaser on Facebook today, and if you kind of lighten up the photo a little bit, the band looks exactly... Now, I know it's like a, a render, but the band just looks like the same sort of cheap, plasticky black band that's on the G-Watch now. Uh, we also found FCC documents for it today, and the G-Watch number is like W100, and this one is W110. So it's basically the same watch, they just made it round. Right. So, yeah, I would imagine it's going to be plasticky and... Yeah, well, it's gonna it's gonna look like a it's gonna look like my watch, and it look like a low end Seiko, versus or Seiko, however people pronounce that, versus the Moto X, which looks despite you know despite the flaw in the display, which some people overlook, some people can't. <laughs> the flaw in the There's display. A but despite that, that actually like in terms of the aesthetics of the design, it looks like a high end brawn. Right. Right. And that's like that makes a difference in like if you. You know, like I, I very much like my watch, but it costs fifty dollars versus like you know a bra where you're gonna spend at least two hundred dollars if you're stepping up quite a bit. I think the Moto X looks more expensive, it looks more luxury, yeah. um, and they're probably gonna be similarly priced. And yes, they'll both be round to some way, but if but if the G Watch R looks like you know either a cheap sports watch or you know a cheap Seiko or whatever, like I'd pick the Moto X over that, yeah. especially since they're not gonna be any software differentiation. So no, which is something to maybe a conversation for another day is the fact that all these watches are going to have the exact same software. So differentiating them is really going to come down to hardware. And so if everyone just makes like a cheap plastic watch, like Moto 360 win every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so Asus also has been teasing one. It's going to be called the Zen watch, which does not make me want to buy it. Uh, 
Sounds peaceful. <laughs> rumor, rumored to be pretty affordable, right? Kyle, I think Ninety-nine dollars to one forty-nine. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so. that's that's so that's affordable. Uh, the there was a teaser video today that showed it's sort of got an interesting design. It's like semi-circular with some flat edges, maybe. It's more like an oval, kind yeah. of like a squared oval is yeah. how I would... I know there's a, a specific word for like an elongated, but yeah. like a circular triangle, I guess is what I would call it, maybe. Yeah. I just don't know the proper... So it'll have a square button. display, even though the body has kind of that circular angle along whatever, yeah. So it, I don't, it, 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 it kind of looks cool. And my only problem with it is like they're going to price it super cheap, but it shares like that Zen name, and for Asus, the Zen name uh, to me at least holds weight. Uh, it's like their premium, like top of the line, the Zen books and the Ultra, um, Ultra books and the super premium laptops, and uh, you know, thousand plus dollars for a Windows laptop. Yeah, unless it's like Alienware, MSI, or something like that, I would never touch it. But uh, yeah. I rocked a Zen book for a while, and it's actually not that bad. Like super sweet materials. Like, the metal was nice, titanium or whatever they used. I'm looking forward to the hardware, but uh, I guess lately, uh, kind of like what Ron always talked about, Android Wear itself is sort of, it's cool, but it's got some maturing, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, Watch. Watch, yeah. And then there's also a rumor that Samsung's got a round watch on the way as well, but we haven't really seen much about that. Who cares? Everyone. Yeah. Everyone's making round watches now because all their square ones everyone didn't care about. Uh, yeah. So, oh, Galaxy Note 4 then. So Tim will be in New York next week on mm. Wednesday, September 3rd, for Samsung's event. They're hosting like three events at one time, I believe. Like mm. Berlin, Berlin, New York, and I don't know where the third one is. Probably in Asia. It's in an Asian country. I just can't think of it. So that's happening. So we get that... That's basically the start of IFA around that that time. So Tim will be there for that. Do you have? Do you want to kind of like recap all of the? There's been a ton of Galaxy Note 4 stuff. Like Samsung's teasing it now. There's leaks about weird covers and fingerprint things and cameras and I don't know what. What do you got on there? It's. I feel like so much has been out. Too much. Um, yeah, a whole bunch of leaks taking place. Um, as for the cover you were talking about. A uh, rumor report kind of came out talking about Samsung currently in development of an ultrasonic case where if it's connected to a user's phone, it sends out ultrasonic waves of some sort, then those bounce back and the case will um, tell, say, like a blind or visually impaired user um, that something is in front of them and they should probably stop or move or something like that. It doesn't really make any sense to me because um, if I was visually impaired, I don't know if I would like constantly want to maybe be looking down at my phone and hoping that it you know beams information back so I don't walk out in traffic or something. It just sounds super sketchy. Uh, maybe if they announce it, if it's real, um, we'll, they'll probably do like a demo of it at IFA or something like that because they love doing demos. Um, yeah, what else? Is, oh, the camera. So the only thing that, uh, well, kind of a lot came about the camera. Um, all the modes, all the different settings. So um, it's a 16-megapixel sensor. Sorry, I'm just sort of 
there's a lot of no four stuff to cover. There's a lot, yeah. Yeah, 60 megapixel sensor, um, six different resolutions you can shoot in, all the way from 16 down to 2.4 megapixels. Um, video resolutions like ultra high definition, WQHD, full HD, HD VGA. Um, so it can get pretty low. You can quickly upload your stuff to YouTube. Camera modes. Um, people got upset with me, but I said in my title it was like Samsung continues tradition of bloating, <laughs> and then they're like, "This isn't bloatware." I was like, "Well, they're they're bloating the camera app itself." Different and that's way to what use I mean. bloat, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'm not saying that they're bloating it with um, you know apps or anything like that, but they're making this camera app probably weigh you know about I don't know a lot of meg a lot of megabytes. It will take up some of your memory. Um, but as for the modes, it's like a wide selfie mode, a selfie mode, a selfie alarm that you can create a GIF. Leave it to Samsung to create like three different selfie modes. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's what I mean by bloat. Yeah, right. and everyone just got really upset with me, but that's not my problem. No. Um, eraser mode. A lot of the modes that we've already seen on the Galaxy S5 are definitely making their way to the Galaxy Note 3. Um, and all the different camera effects, cartoon, oil pastel, uh, vignette, rugged, tint, turquoise, fisheye, which is actually kind of cool. I like fisheye stuff. Red, yellow, a bunch of different colors and gradients and whatnot. Um, moving away from the camera, talking power and stuff, apparently the uh, Exynos... Uh, 5433 powered unit got benchmarked, and in terms of, like, on paper, from what the benchmarks say, um, only the Tegra K1 beat it out in overall um, mobile processor performance. And so but do beat we out... think that'll come to the U.S., or is that going to be another... No, this will just probably be international only. Okay. Um, so we'll, in the U.S., we'll probably get the Snapdragon 805, which is so far the processor that all the rumors are pointing to for the U.S. And the, but the Exynos 5433 did beat out the Snapdragon 805 by quite a bit. Um, the 805 only outperformed the 801 just by a hair. So um, we'll see how the 805 does. It will be pushing supposedly a QHD display because a, the home screen wallpaper for the Galaxy Note 4 got leaked today, and we shared that earlier. And it's definitely like 2560 by 2560. It's like it's a 17 huge, yeah. meg wallpaper. It's huge. Yeah. yeah. And and the guy who leaked it, um, someone replied. He was like, "Man, that's going to take up a lot of memory too. Just the wallpaper." He's like, "Oh, right. Samsung is super clever. They figured out a way." I'm like whatever that is. something super is ambiguous. <laughs> so I'm really <laughs> curious to see what they do. Uh, so yeah. Um, other than that. I mean, there's a, there was a lot of stuff, but I think the overall, the, the camera software and the processor stuff has so far been the most important. I mean, it, and it will have a 3.7 megapixel front-facing camera. Um, Sony's, Sony sensor is the rear-facing sensor for the Note 4. And other than that, am I missing anything? There's a lot. Are we still thinking it's going to be metal frame, at least, potentially? We haven't heard anything else on that, have we? Yeah, nothing. Um, we, we saw the picture leak of it, apparently. It looks very square. Uh, yeah. It looks kind of metal. The same kind of like that leather, leatherette, leather, faux leather back, but it looks more kind of textured, not textured, um, kind of dotted, I guess you could say. But there's a picture floating around, so I can link to it. But uh, other than that, you know, we're a week away. So yeah, crazy. What's surprising to me is that 
We're only a week away from that. Well, I guess it shouldn't surprise me with Samsung, um, but we're a week away from that and Motorola, and we haven't really seen many leaks on either of those products. I mean, Samsung's done a pretty good job over the last couple of years of keeping things locked up. Uh, Motorola, not so much, yet we haven't really seen much. So companies are getting better. Except for HTC. Well, yeah, they're still terrible they're still at keeping anything secret. <laughs> I think we knew the the Windows M8 Windows phone. I think we knew that was coming, like months ago, like before. I don't know. We had people tell us it was leaked about a while ago, but nobody cared about it. No one cares. No one still cares. I mean, we had people telling us about it and like the specific date it was coming out and everything, and we just ignored it because well, obviously we're an Android site, but yeah, we just didn't, didn't care. No one cares. Yeah, I mean, I mentioned this. I don't mean to talk about this phone anymore, but I mentioned this to Tim. But so the the Verge did their Windows M8 whatever review today, and they cared so little about it. They didn't even do like a video review or anything. They just like wrote up a few words and were like, "Okay, here's a well, crappy score." Dan Seifert did a hands-on with it at least, but okay. not like a normal full. Yeah, I mean, which it doesn't deserve it. So. No, it doesn't. So yeah. Oh, well, crazy. So, yeah, Samsung, Tim's at Samsung next week. I'll be Marola. In between there, there's going to be all sorts of other stuff coming out of Berlin. It's going to be a crazy week. So Oh, it's going to be intense? It's going to be really intense. I would imagine, like, this weekend, things will just start leaking like crazy, and it'll just carry on through until all these get announced. Should be fun. Should be a fun, fun couple of weeks or a week. Oh, and then the week after that, yeah, it's Apple, so... It's going to be a fun month. Uh, let's see. So Cyanogen is up to something. Tim, do you want to talk about this real quick? So Cyanogen's partnering with Nextbit. Next yeah. And yeah. there's all sorts of bigwigs involved and companies and stuff. What's going on there? whole lot of bigwigs. Whole lot of uh, whole lot of important people, actually. So Cyanogen, Inc. is partnering up with Nextbit, who is kind of a, I said, like a not-so-new startup. Um, they're based... Pretty much primarily in the mobile industry, kind of about um, future, not futuristic, but kind of next gen uh, hardware and basically mobile computing. They're all about solving big problems with the power of the cloud. But their whole team is made up of ex engineers from Google, Amazon, Apple, all these great companies. And um, and their actual the engineers they got from Google were members of the original like Android team. So people who kind of first helped create what we love today, although not the same Android, of course, but a different Android back then. But today they got a new guy uh, coming from HTC. He was a senior VP of product, I believe, so um, he pretty much shaped everything. Everything you've experienced on an HTC phone over the past couple of years would have been, he would have had a hand in that. He was like the Johnny Ive of HTC. Yeah. So now he's working with Nextbit, and Cyanogen, they posted up that they wanted alpha testers for something. And so I signed up just to see what the deal is. And... I did too. Sorry? I said I did too, yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. And um, But I didn't use my Droid Life email because maybe they're like, oh, he's pressed, don't let him in. So I was <laughs> sneaky about it. Sneaking. Yeah, but uh, so they, they asked what phones you would want to use, and they asked if you're okay with wiping them. So I'm guessing, you know, it was purely speculation but CyanEngine must be creating some type of custom OS for these guys to flash on some type of hardware. Mm-hmm. And so I just feel like it's just going to be another like US-based One, One Plus or that company, uh, US-based One Plus. So to me, uh, it'll be cool. It's interesting. They said it's something really cool, quote-unquote. So, Does anyone have any guesses what it might be? 
I mean, the, that sign, like you said, that sign-up form said, are you comfortable with wiping your phone? Wiping so it's got to be some sort of software that could run on a Nexus. They, I, actually, it said Nexus 5 and Nexus 7. So it's got to be some sort of, basically, a ROM you could flash, but... Right. I mean, is it, like, really cool camera stuff? Or is it, like, a full OS based off of Android? Linux, I have no idea. We just don't know. Linux Mint with a mobile UI or something. <laughs> no. Yeah, I have no idea what to think. But if they're, yeah, if they're bringing in... I mean, yeah, they brought in HTC's design guy. So, I don't know. It, I, I guess it could be cool. All those people working on it at least should grab our attention, and it has. I mean, I'm interested to see what they're doing now. That's a whole bunch of talent working on a product. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of interested. I'm not really excited, but I'm interested. Yeah, it really depends on what it is. Yeah, exactly. I, if it's another problem, cy- I don't think that's going to be interesting for anybody. Yeah, given, given Cyanogen's like, history now with working with Oppo and OnePlus and whatever, I'm not excited one bit. No. Like, for anything CyanEngine's doing. No offense to those guys. They're doing great. But I don't care. <laughs> I oh, will say... A, like, there, there's, like, in terms of, like, the UI stuff and stuff like that, like, I think most people have always appreciated their taste overall. Of course. I think that's part of what made them so big. But it's just the other, like, the, the main reason why they were so important is because they were the easy way to get close to stock Android on any device. Like, that's what made them big. That's what made them popular. It wasn't necessarily that you could tweak it. That was part of it. That was helpful for people, but that was the main reason. Now that reason is gone. I think that's why we've seen, like, the numbers of people that put custom ROMs on their phones dwindle by a lot. So, if if it's just another ROM, even if it is for, like, a custom piece of hardware like they were doing, you know, for for Oppo and OnePlus, like, I don't see how that's going to be compelling to anybody. Yeah, it's kind of true. Although I will say, when using the OnePlus for a while, when I was reviewing it, I did kind of enjoy using Cyanogen again. I hadn't used it in a long time, and it was... It's just like it used to be. It's like stock Android with better features. Tons of tweaks. Yeah. Yeah, and for the most part, like, that's... And that's that's cool, don't get me wrong, but I just... I don't know why we should care. Like, that's like having that on, like, Oppo or OnePlus did not make me care. Maybe having it on HTC hardware, that would maybe make me care. Like, having it, like, on a major manufacturer that I trust and I trust to give money to, mm-hmm. then that might make me care. But outside of that, not really. I agree. I agree with uh, with Ron. <laughs> so in January, this company took in $18 million in funding. Series A, right? Yeah. So they haven't ever done anything. They're still, like, brand new in there. Balling. Interesting. All well, this be, goes, yeah. driving Ferraris now. Where'd the money go? <laughs> so we'll see what happens. Keep an eye on it anyway. They didn't oh, say. Did they say like when we're gonna announce whatever we're cool we're working on or no? Nope. They didn't give any details or anything. They just said we're we're super excited. Hopefully, um, is there? A, did you did you have to sign an NDA or something, Tim? I didn't go through the sign up process. Mm-hmm. No. no, nothing. So as soon as you get whatever it is, then you can start posting images of it, apparently, right? Yeah, I mean, if... Um, if, yeah. I, if, it's a, if it's an alpha group, I, I bet it's going to be super limited, you know? Yeah. And some, sometimes they'll make those things just to create hype. It, it's non-hype. It's hype for nothing. Um, I think stuff will take out. Yeah. So they'll say, let's make a little alpha group, we'll let five people in or whatever, and then not tell anybody anything. Like, it's just... It's hype. That's all That's it smart. is. It's the hype beast. Yeah. <laughs> Kill it. Kill it with fire. Yeah. 
Well, if we have more, we will share that. Absolutely. Yeah, so there's all sorts of, quickly, there's all sorts of carrier stuff going on right now. So Sprint and T-Mobile, are that's no longer happening. I don't I don't know if we if that happened before we did our last show. So Sprint's not buying T-Mobile, in case you guys don't know. Uh, and they got rid of Dan Hesse, and they got a new CEO. I feel like maybe we did talk about this. Maybe it just happened right when we did our last show. So anyways, uh, their new CEO said, we're going to change up all of our pricing, be super competitive. Um, now that we actually have a network which I don't know that they actually do. We're going to make everything cheap and get people on board and all this fun stuff. So they announced a new unlimited plan for 60 bucks, and then they also announced a shared data plan, which is double the data most carriers for the same price. So you can add up to... It's actually a pretty crazy deal. Uh, it's just Sprint's network, but it's 10 lines. You get 20 gigs of data for 100 bucks, And you could have four lines or six lines or nine lines and still a hundred bucks for a limited time. That's kind of a crazy deal. Uh, but again, it's sprints network, so it's not that big of a deal. Uh, and then T-Mobile to sort of react to that is giving double the, if you add a tablet line for 10 bucks, they'll basically match whatever your data plan is and give you that for your tablet. They also announced a new simple starter plan which is two gigabytes. So it used to be 500 megabytes. Now it's two gigabytes for 45 bucks. And then if you bring somebody over from another carrier, they'll give you an unlimited upgrade of data for free. So all sorts of stuff going on. And then Verizon gave us more details on their VOLTE launch, which I believe is happening in Alaska any day now. They're starting there. I don't know if you guys knew that. It's kind of weird. They kind of kept that sort of secret. Uh, that's happening in Alaska, and then they're going to roll it out down here. We got a whole bunch of details on that. I don't really want to run through all this. Do I need to run through all this? The VOLT details? Okay, good. So, yeah, lots of carrier stuff going on. Oh, T-Mobile also announced uh, new music stuff. So their uh, music freedom, they added six new services today. And Google Play Music is coming eventually. It won the fan vote for music services, but they still didn't add it. They said it's coming later this year. So, surprise, surprise. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so let's see. Amazon, just quickly, uh, the Fire Phone has apparently sold only 35,000 units. Employees, and, probably. <laughs> employees. Yeah, those, they just gave those to employees. Yeah, no one actually bought them. Uh, Amazon also is buying Twitch. Anyone surprised that Amazon potentially only sold 35,000 Fire Phones? Surprised? No. Oh, I... <laughs> no. That's not the word I'd use. I I saw somebody on Twitter say they were surprised that they sold, they even sold that many. That many, right? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Uh, yeah, I don't know why anyone would ever consider that phone. Just, I mean, if you need Prime, just sign up for Prime. You don't need to buy their really terrible phone and sign a contract with AT&T. <laughs> right. If you're constantly purchasing things from Amazon, and I mean like 24-7 then maybe it makes sense, but it's so gimped. It, it doesn't have a lot of the features that a lot of yeah. you know, even Windows phones have. I guess um, I guess if you really like a Kindle Fire, like if you have a Kindle Fire and you really yeah. like it, then it would maybe make sense. That way you kind of have a similar UI between your devices. So and, and if most of your pictures you take on like all, all the pictures you take on the phone don't count like don't count against your storage. Right. That they give you. So that is one advantage. But I don't think most people know about that. Like I think Probably just sales incentives are probably the only reason anybody's buying them. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't know. I haven't played with it, so I don't. 
I don't have a full opinion on how crappy it is, but I haven't needed, I haven't had any reason to want to like play with one and see how. And I've heard it's confusing to navigate. Like you have to like slide things out from the side, and yeah, what it, it's what a bad product. And how, how many years did Amazon say they were working on that thing? And they say like a few years. This is yeah. yeah, not good. So thirty-five thousand. That's what is that worse than the HTC first Facebook phone? I don't know if we ever got sales numbers for that. It's got to be close, though. It's got to be close. But I would have picked the first over this. Oh, for sure. At least the first was stock Android, basically. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> it had Google first. Play, so that's important. That's right. Hey, get it. this if you hate Android and you hate Google Play. Then you should get the Fire pretty, Phone. Pretty much. It's, uh, yeah. it's probably not, if anybody remembers the Microsoft Ken phone, it's probably not worse than that. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Kin phones. Yeah, the only time I've actually... I haven't seen anybody use one in the wild, but I did see a Kin box that was being used as a shaker. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's as close as I've gotten to one. That's pretty awesome. I forgot about those phones. That was a weird move, right? Because then they went... They gave they announced Windows Phone shortly after, like a, the... Yeah, it was like, it was like Kin 1, Kin 2. They, I think they'd already announced it, but they weren't, like, out yet. Yeah. And they did, like, this whole that. PR thing, and... Yeah. <laughs> I think the danger team made them, and it was just too it late did. to cancel them. So, yeah. Well, but there are a lot of there are a lot of Verizon and AT&T pre three sitting out there on eBay. So, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. All right, let's uh, talk apps and games. We've got a few, and then we'll uh, wrap up. Unless you guys have anything else. Uh, so I just wanted to point out quickly that Google News and Weather. You guys remember that app got a massive update out of nowhere yesterday. So Google News and Weather, I believe, actually, I don't think it's a part of AOSP or is it? Like if you flood, well, it wasn't ever in the Play Store. Well, it wasn't ever in the Play Store, but I want to say like if you flash like barebones stock Android, that was included, but maybe not. It, at least it used to be. They may have ripped it out more recently, yeah. but it used to be. And so it hasn't been touched in years and years and years and years. And uh, yeah, out of nowhere yesterday, they Google posted it in Google Play, updated it with sort of material design sort of guidelines. Um, and uh, it's, yeah, it's like a full-blown news app. It's, it looks just like Google News, like if you were on a computer, but it's been polished up and put on your phone. Uh, it's kind of weird that we have that and newsstand now, but... <laughs> I mean, I don't really use well, Newsstand. Well, they're two different companies. I brought you two different things. <laughs> they, they are two different things. It's just you can kind of get your news in Newsstand. You just can't get weather. Right. Which, which you can now get on your Android Watch or in the Notification Center or in Google Now or in the News app. Mm-hmm. Well, don't forget Google Currents. That's important, too. Well, that's pretty much dead. I think yeah. that's officially dead. You might be able to install it, but it's. I think it pushes you onto a newsstand. Like, I think if you install it, it goes, install a newsstand. But I don't, I don't know. It's. It, I've been using it just because I don't like newsstand at all, and I am always looking for an actual news app that I can use that's not terrible. So. And this one's not it, though. I don't think. I don't know. I used it a little bit yesterday. Obviously, it's only been out for a little bit, but it's there. If, you're just, if you're just casually viewing headlines, right. like that's what the original one was good for, too, and I liked right. it. Yeah, if I'm looking for clickbait, then absolutely. I would use Google News and Weather <laughs> overall. Well, it was good. I mean, you add the sections that you mildly care about to browse through headlines. And yeah. you, mm-hmm. That's that's what it was good for. Yeah. Does anyone use uh, Yahoo News? Um, you know, how does this compare? I mean, it's been a while. Yeah. 
Yahoo, you're asking me. Oh, like the no, I only like go to yahoo.com to like see their heads. I don't use the ads. No, or you got have a desktop experience for that, so you can watch well, all those flash videos. Yeah, well, since you asked, <laughs> I've actually I've actually boycotted Yahoo. I've publicly what? boycotted them. What? Yeah. So uh, I, was, I was doing my MLB fantasy team through them. And they disabled Google sign-in, so I can't use my Google account. That's to sign right. My, uh, but you can transfer it. I I refuse. <laughs> so so I, boy, I, boy, I had to do that for uh, Flickr, which yeah. I could not accomplish on my phone. I had to get on a regular computer. Yep. No thanks. Yikes. <laughs> Damn. Rest in peace, Yahoo. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. I'm still I'm still checking. It's still my favorite part. Oh, good. Thank goodness. I'm still I'm still fighting the good fight. Keeping them in business. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so Google News and Weather, go get it. Actually, most of yesterday, most people couldn't get it. It was blocked out of the country and all that stuff. Now, it, it, Google actually announced it today. Of course, it's like a day late. They actually posted on like the Android site that they updated it, and everyone should be able to get it now or something. So, anyway, it's free if you need a news app. Uh, the other app I want to talk about is called Fragment. It's a wallpaper app. And uh, basically, you load up photos into it, and... You, there's like a shuffle button if you want to really make it easy. Otherwise, there's all sorts of shapes and prisms and colors. and It's like you can almost filter things and then put cool prism shapes. and I don't know. It's really hard to explain, but it's one of the coolest wallpaper apps I've used in a while. And I believe it was on iOS for a while, and it's been ported recently to Android. It's called Fragment. It's a buck. No, it's two bucks. It's one ninety nine. If you need a new wallpaper app where you can kind of create your own custom, really awesome prismatic wallpapers, check it out. Yeah, what's cool about that app is you can also crop things, you know, to make a perfect square for Instagram and all that too. Like, I I use, I, I want to use it more for Instagram, but uh, there's only a couple things I think that would really work for Instagram, so it's kind of hard to use, but it does look cool, and uh, I like that app a lot. So, mm-hmm. at yeah. first I was like, this thing looks silly, but then you wrote it, and I was like, this is kind of cool. <laughs> it's kind of cool, yeah. I got, I got three games to talk about. Um, uh, two games. One sort of man. But uh, the first one I want to talk about is Hitman Go. This game is not new by any means. It's been on Google Play for a while now. But for some reason, it went on sale. It went on sale for $1.99 down from $4.99 or $5.99 or something. I was like, okay, I'll give it a try. I was never really a fan of the Hitman series back on PlayStation 2, I think that was. Or at least, you know, when I was a kid. Anyways. I downloaded it. It's a puzzler, and I was blown away. Uh, the music is awesome. The graphics are really cool. The puzzles are actually a lot of fun. Um, you just swipe a puzzle, and there's baddies you got to take out or kind of dodge and duck through sewers and pop out and get your hits and all that. And um, It's actually really cool. Um, sorry I ever doubted it. I, I said that on Twitter, too. I, I apologized. I'll, I'll talk about it more often because it's a really fun game. I'm super addicted to it now. Um, I think it's still on sale. So if it is, and you haven't bought it yet, or haven't even tried it, I definitely highly recommend it. It's uh, not. I just I just paid five dollars for it. Shit. <laughs> well, you overpaid, yeah. Because I forgot to get it last week. Yeah. Uh, sorry. It's a it's a good game. I hope you like it. I was just gonna say this was a while ago too, but it's a uh, it's a very well supported game as well. I think it just uh, I, I think it received, got a big update. Yeah, I got a big update. A couple of new maps, airport themed, I believe, and uh, yeah, so. It's fantastic. It's a good time waster, and it does look beautiful. It does look beautiful, and the music too. There was a song on there. Um, um, I was like, I have to find out what song this is. So I googled it. I was like, Hitman Go soundtrack, 
and I couldn't find it. So I had to I had to download Shazam for my desktop <laughs> so I could Shazam what was going on on my phone because I can't do the game and Shazam on my phone at the same time. Total pain. But I found out what song it was, and I've been rocking it on Google Play Music All Access like this whole week. Anyways, my next game I want to talk about is called, uh, what is this, Swing Copters? Uh, it's a new one. I've tried it once or twice. What? No, yeah, Swing I, Copters? I've never heard of it. Oh, um, sorry. Oh, LGG Watch R stuff just leaked. Or it either leaked or just got announced Wednesday night. LG's not messing around. Hmm. Full specs, apparently. Oh, yeah, there it is. Oh, oh my god, run. It's actually upside down. The 30 is officially <laughs> upside down. <laughs> That's going to be on the watch face. <laughs> it's stylistic. Yeah. Um, so. It's upside down. That's not good. It's seriously upside down. Anyway, so um, I'll let <laughs> Kellen look at that for a second. I'll finish this up. Swing Copters is the new game from Dong. Um, he's the guy who released Flappy Birds. If you don't know Flappy Birds, then what am I saying? Um, Swing Copters, it's an awful game. Probably one of the most impossible games I've ever played. I hate it. Every time I download it just to like show somebody or they got an update to make it easier, I instantly uninstall it. I can't stand it. Everyone hates me for talking about it, and um, so I'm probably just going to stop talking about it. There. Um, my last and final game that I actually do like it's called Unpossible. Kind of like impossible, but impossible. And, uh... <laughs> Kyle, he's being funny. Um, Unpossible. It's like, it's like a racing game, essentially. It's kind of like uh, Impossible Road, except you're on a set track, and it's, you don't free-fall or anything like that, but you have to dodge uh, obstacles that are coming on the track at you in a very fast pace, and it's kind of like Tron, and it, it looks a lot like Tron. It's dark, a lot of neon lights and stuff. It looks super cool, and uh, the music is good. It's impossible. I'll link to it in the chat. Um, I did write it up, so if you haven't checked it out, I still highly recommend Unpossible and Hitman Go, but not so much Swing Copters. But I did want to talk about it because it's kind of big news. So, clickbait. <laughs> oh, look at this G-Watch R. So uh, the body apparently is not plastic; it's stainless steel. I stand corrected. Dust and water resistant. Tiny, four hundred ten milliamp hour battery. I guess you should maybe do a rundown or something. Or someone should. Strong, durable stainless steel frame. Here's a suite of watch faces. Yada yada yada. Plastic OLED display, three twenty by three twenty resolution. What? That's kind of cool. No plastic. That means it's unbreakable, basically. That yeah. means it's super scratchable, is what it means. You're well, talking pebble. Well, maybe. <laughs> that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Well, that's the panel. That doesn't necessarily mean the, the glass that's protecting it. It's got a Snapdragon 400 processor, 4 gig of storage, 512 RAM, 410 milliamp hour battery. Android oh, 512 RAM? DOA. That on <laughs> that's what the 360 has. Uh, let's see. Rating, IP67 rating, let's see. doesn't say anything about, like, Gorilla Glass or anything like that. No, it just says, yeah, plastic OLED display. This stuff, LG always does this when we're, like, in the middle of a show. Every single time. Every single Every time. time. Let's see. Okay, let's Key markets in fourth quarter, so it's not coming for a while. 
well, at least another month. So fourth quarter, prices and details announced locally at time of launch, but it will be on hand at IFA if you're actually in Berlin. So there you go. Moto 3 will be out long before that. It doesn't look terrible. It looks the 30 bad. is upside down. <laughs> the 30 is upside down. Yeah, if that's actually what it, what it is, then what, oh, it, what can you say? Yeah, and you I done, bet you're not you're done goofed. It doesn't say what the band is made of, but I bet it's like cheap yeah, it looks plastic. Like it's rubber. It, yeah, it definitely looks like rubber or something. Yeah. And there's no black bar, so that's uh, this is a winner. This they learned, is a they winner. learned how to solve that problem. They figured it out. They engineered their way around it. No black bar, <laughs> but an upside down thirty. All right, Ron. Ron, what's worse, black bar or upside down thirty? Upside down thirty. It's blatant. <laughs> So I want to know, does the so the the outer rim there with the upside down thirty, does that go away if you change watch faces? That's what I'm wondering. I don't see any pictures of any case so. anyway. I I doubt it. So if you have like an all white like digital watch face, you're still gonna have an upside down thirty. Or if you have a watch face that like has a thirty on it. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like when you look at the watch faces, they all have seconds on them as well. So it's like duplicate seconds. Interesting. You better hope they line up correctly. Yeah, maybe they should have just... Well, I mean, I think they did it to disguise the bezel, but it would have been better without those markings. Oh, uh, yeah, they probably did do that. Gosh, it looks bad. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. And that's going to look worse when you're, like, navigating through, um, you know, Google Now stuff, too. It's going to look bad there. It's going to look bad if you have a digital watch face. <laughs> yeah, no getting rid of those numbers. <laughs> I don't think so, unless it's... Like, I don't... Why? Oh, wait. This actually says it's an interchangeable 22-millimeter calfskin leather strap. Calfskin. Calfskin? LG's not messing around, actually, with this thing. I'm, I'm reporting that with the key That's ridiculous. Well, it's not bad. It's all black, though, and I I like this the stainless the steel and brown leather in the Moto 360, but I'll admit it doesn't look bad. It's a lot nicer than I thought it was going to be. I was hating all over this thing. Yeah, it's definitely not as G-Shock-ish as we had initially no. expected. Definitely not. So it's more... Thing. It still doesn't look... It doesn't look as nice as the 360, though. Do, no. It doesn't look... I would, I would agree. It yeah. still looks like a $50 watch. Exactly. I agree. Looks like Kellen's working overtime tonight. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, we should wrap up then so I can tell people about those that aren't listening. <laughs> All right. All right, cool. Well, uh, thanks for joining us. You guys have anything else you want to say? Thanks for joining us. <laughs> All right. Hey, thanks for joining us. This was episode 67. Uh, I don't know if we'll be back next week because we're traveling a lot, so it could be tough if we fit in like a midday show somewhere. That could happen. Uh, but after that, we'll probably be back almost on a weekly basis because things are about to get crazy. So... Uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. But uh, anyways, thanks for joining us. Deal show. Peace. Bye, Ron. <laughs> <Gotcha>. <laughs>